Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. This week we've been bringing you a message entitled, Words. Your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael, will speak today about the influence that we wield as Christians through our spoken words. In an age of cell phones and emails, there is definitely not a shortage of communication these days. Unfortunately, much of the communication that goes on is not what it ought to be. Today's message brings out how powerful our words are, how they reveal us, and the consequences that they bring about. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. Go to Proverbs chapter 25. Proverbs chapter 25. And the first thing we need to consider is that words are powerful things. Words are powerful. Words are powerful. Proverbs 25 and verse 11. A word fitly spoken is like apples of gold in pictures of silver. As an earring of gold and an ornament of fine gold, so is a wise reprover upon an obedient ear. As the cold of snow in the time of harvest, so is a faithful messenger to them that send him. For he refresheth the soul of his masters. Now those are certainly positives. And it shows the, the, the positive power of good words, encouraging words. And then notice in uh, verse 14, whoso boasteth himself of a false gift is like clouds and wind without rain. Okay, there's, uh, those are false words, fraudulent words. And those have a negative effect on a reputation. Verse 15, by, by long forbearing is a prince persuaded. And watch this. And a soft tongue, watch this now, breaketh the bone. Words are powerful things. And uh, one of these times when I was going through Proverbs in a given month, that's, that really struck me. In fact, that's probably what this message was born of. I'm, I'm very aware of the power that words have. I'm very aware of the fact that it's easy to be misunderstood. And so the effect that my words have on others. How about those who are overhearing? You could be having a conversation with one person and someone overhears your words. There's that sort of deflected effect that has on people. Now here's one that's underappreciated, but it's all throughout Proverbs. And this is the one that really hit me between the eyes. That is the power that my words have on me. The, the power that my words have on me. Do you know you can talk yourself into a bad mood or a good mood with your words? This is an example. If you go around all day just kind of complaining and mumbling under your breath, and I've never done it, I've just heard of people who have. <laughs> you, can, you, can, you can cast a cloud around your own head when it's bright and sunny out. Or contrawise, the other way around, vice versa. So my words have a profound effect on me. And uh, that one time through Proverbs in the last year here, really, that, that really struck me. Uh, take a look at Matthew chapter 15. And again, I want you to see how at odds the Bible is with present-day culture on this business of the power of words. Uh, Matthew chapter 15. And then I'm going to ask you to also turn to James chapter 3, James chapter 3, Matthew 15, verse 10. 
And then he called the multitude and said unto them, Hear and understand, not that which goeth into the mouth defileth a man, but that which cometh out of the mouth, this defileth a man. Someone said, well, I thought it. I might as well say it. No. No, it just makes the defilement worse. Just makes it worse. Then came his disciples and said unto him, Knowest thou that the Pharisees were offended after they heard this saying? But he answered and said, Every plant which my heavenly Father hath not planted shall be rooted up. Let them alone. They be blind leaders of the blind. And if the blind lead the blind, both shall fall into the ditch. Then answered Peter and said unto him, Declare unto us this parable. And then the Lord goes on to explain, as you look at verse, you look at verse 17, 18, 19, and 20. Verse 17, do not ye understand that whatsoever entereth in at the mouth goeth into the belly and is cast out at the draught. You see, the Pharisees were very concerned about the ceremonial aspects of the law, what's to be eaten, what's not to be eaten, when it's to be eaten. And uh, they were criticizing the Lord and his disciples for eating without washing their hands. And the Lord said, that's not what's going to defile you. Look what verse 18 says. Here's what's going to defile you. But those things which proceed out of the mouth come forth from the heart, and they defile the man. For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornication, thefts, false witness, blasphemies. Uh, These are the things which defile a man, but to eat with unwashed hands defileth not a man. So my words have a profound effect on me. My words can sanctify me. My words can defile me. Let me give you something you can do if you have trouble with this, and I think we all have trouble with it from time to time. Get good Christian music and be playing it when you can. And I know, I know not all of you have that opportunity at work, but where you can control that, have good Christian music, be playing it, you'll be singing along with it before long. And you know what? You'll be, you'll be using words of praise, and that's going to bring God's blessing down on you that day. Uh, the other thing is, is memorize Scripture. Take a, a little card, write a verse on it in the morning, carry it around with you all day, make it your goal to memorize the Scripture. Take these Scripture texts that were given you on Sundays in your, in your bulletin with, the, with the, the picture that Brother Day uh, draws, and, and memorize that. Uh, brainwash yourself with the Word of God. Otherwise, what may happen is you'll defile yourself with your own thoughts that turn into words. I've said this one to you. Did you ever have a heated argument with somebody that wasn't there? Isn't that stupid? Isn't that a stupid way to pass your time? I know I've done it. James chapter 3. Look at verse 5. Words are powerful things. James 3, verse 5. Even so the tongue is a little member and boasteth great things. Behold, how great a matter a little fire kindleth. And the tongue is a fire. And a world of iniquity, so is the tongue among our members that it defileth, there's that word again, the whole body, and setteth on fire the course of nature, and it is set on the fire of hell. Do you know what caused millions of people to die during the Second World War, starting with six million Jews? The tongue of one man. I I don't understand German, but I've watched film clips of Adolf Hitler preaching to large crowds. That guy could preach. You take the 50 million that died in Russia, the 6 million Jews, all the American boys that died, all the, all the soldiers during, during the uh, 
of, of, the, of the allied forces, all those in Europe that died in England and France and Germany during the bombings, you could attribute most all of that to the tongue of one man. During the communist takeover in China, Mao Zedong's, Mao Zedong's tongue was responsible for the death of 22 million Chinese people. Had them executed because they weren't considered to be friends of the state. Proverbs 18.21, death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Spurgeon said our conversation is of far more consequence than some imagine. Albert Barnes said, how weighty and impressive are words of truth. Edwin Johnson said, the employment of the tongue, whether for good or for evil, in blessing or in cursing, brings its own fruit and reward to the speaker. The pulpit commentary says that the tongue, according as it is used, deals forth life or death, for speech is the picture of the mind. Proverbs 15.4 says, a wholesome tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness therein is a breach in the spirit. One author said, the tongue is, at the same time, the best part of man and his worst. With good government, none is more useful, and without it, none is more mischievous. Proverbs 16, 24, pleasant words are as in honeycomb, sweet to the soul and health to the bones. John Wesley said, whenever you open your lips, let it be with love, and let there be in your tongue the law of kindness. Your word will then distill as the rain and as a dew upon the tender herb. Proverbs 10.20, the tongue of the just is as choice silver. The heart of the wicked is little worth. Colossians 4, verse 6, let your speech be always with grace, seasoned with salt, that you may know how you ought to answer every man. Another author said, much depends upon the continuity of a gracious habit of talk. It is to be exercised in all places at all times, yet with due regard to what is seasonable or timely. David said, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Joseph Carlyle said of that verse, David could not bear it, that a word or a thought of his should miss acceptation with God. Adam Clark said, let my mouth speak nothing but what is true, kind, profitable, and my heart meditate upon nothing but what is holy, pure, and chaste. Words are powerful things. We want to thank you for being with us today. It is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled, Words. Your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael, has brought out a very significant truth for us as Christians that unfortunately is so often overlooked. In an age of high-tech communication, it is very easy for us as believers in Christ to get caught up in it. As a result, we can frivolously waste our time not to mention being guilty of squandering our words without using any discernment whatsoever. The Bible does say that in the multitude of words there wanteth not sin. So because of this, we who know Christ need to be mindful of the power that our words carry and thus use them carefully. One day we will stand before the Lord Jesus at His judgment seat and give account of the words that we've spoken. If you'd like to order a CD of today's message, it's available for a suggested contribution of $5. Our address is Treasures of Truth, care of Treasure Valley Baptist Church, 1300 South Terry Avenue, Meridian, Idaho, 83642. And our phone number is area code 208-888-4545. Our webpage address is www.tvbc.org. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church. 
We welcome you to our services on Sunday at 9.15 a.m. for Sunday School, at 10.30 a.m. for morning worship and preaching, at 6 p.m. for Bible preaching and teaching, and also on Wednesday at 7 p.m. for more Bible preaching and teaching.